for me right now. I got you. Let's go. What time is it? Game time. Okay, Mula just hit. What's going on, fellas? It is back. It is Football Friday. Um, we're a little slow today. A little technical difficulties with everybody going on today. But we here. We popping off. Um, GQ, how was your week before we get going? Man, still going. I hadn't, hadn't stopped yet. Like, I tell you, I just ran in the door. I mean, I literally just ran into the door. So, like, I'm yeah. still rocking. You know, 4th of July weekend, you know, got a lot of planning to do, so. But it's football yeah. Friday, so we here, we live, it's, and it's gonna so be we, on and popping. Yeah, before Mulich, I know you in uh, mid-flight yeah, mode right sunny, now, sunny San Diego right now, and uh, big airport mode, travel mode. But um, yeah, I'm here, man. We can still go for me, still on the travel. All right. So yep. Um, my week is going. I'm busy. Um, getting ready to plan this daggone cruise. So I've been running all over the place. My phone decided it wanted to blow up um, on Tuesday. So we're here now. But let's get to the shenanigans of the NFL. Um, so apparently fines and suspensions is the thing for the NFL all season this year. Um, right yeah. now, right now we are up to nine. Players suspended for gambling. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? NFL players are dumb. Thank you. This is embarrassing. I just feel like you guys should know better at this point. You should know better. And the fact that you that there's so many, the fact that nobody took Calvin Ridley's case seriously and thought, hmm, maybe I shouldn't do this, is just outstanding in itself. But now that yeah. there's nine, almost double digits. You guys are you guys are insane. Or insane. Well, here's here's the thing. These are these are all investigations that have come about from this is the from the Calvin, of the Calvin Ridley situation situation. Because if you look at specifically this Isaiah Rogers one, which is arguably worse than Calvin Ridley's, because he caught himself up because he was doing twenty five to fifty dollar bets, and then all of a sudden drops his thousand dollar bet on an over under on some rushing yards. That's not a that's not a good place to be. Don't tell. Uh, yeah, don't tell him. Why would you do that? You're dumb. <laughs> Yeah, like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, and now, now you don't have a job. Literally, like, what was your what was and, your process? Like, and it's not like Isaiah Rogers was a bad defensive player. Like, he was he was fine. He was he was good for he was good for what he was doing. And now you're unemployed. Like, I, like now you're unemployed. Yeah. Like, I'll see you in the XFL next year. I mean, I think he'll. I mean, I think he'll he'll come. I think he'll come back. He'll he'll get a job in the NFL. He's young, so it'll yeah, but, this will be lost over. He a whole a whole he's he's not eligible till after the twenty twenty four season, which is basically two years. Because he's suspended for this entire season, but he's not eligible to come back until after the twenty twenty four season. That was the story that came out today. So he's oh okay, I didn't see. Years. I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see that he's, part. It says he's not eligible to return until after the until until the conclusion of the twenty twenty four season. To be exact, what the quote says, which means basically is it the twenty four. This is the conclusion of the twenty. Okay, are they talking? Because going into this season, it'll be 2023, but the season mm -hmm. ends in 2024. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll do some more reading, but it's it, if I'm reading it correctly, the 2024 season ain't started yet. So if that's the case, then what he did was crazy. So we got, let's see, we got Colts players, Detroit Lions players. It was crazy regardless because, come on, bro. Like, come on, dog. 
It's just not smart. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's not. And um, this is what I pulled up. What the NFL policy um, was like. These are the things that you can't do based on the policy. You can't bet on football. That should be obvious. Um, you can't bet on other sports. Game fixing. Um, this thing called best effort, which means you have to play to your fullest uh, capabilities without wavering because of the bet. Providing inside info. Um, workplace betting. We talked about that before in another show. Um, you cannot be connected to any sports books. No gambling during season. You can endorse gambling enterprises, which means, I guess, if you, let's say, you play for the Vegas, you play for the Raiders. Um, you couldn't get any endorsements from like Caesars or whatever yeah. whatever sports book. Well, yeah, that's why most of the um most of the 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 cats that are like sponsored by Caesars Sportbooks are retired. Like you no know, Kevin Garnett, like guys mm-hmm. like that. There, there's no current players that are sponsored by any of these these major gambling organizations. So, yep. Um, keep your fucking nose clean. That's what it sounds like to me. Like, yep. And then the, the the two there's two more, but the last one is the one that this is the one we we kind of talked about it before. The second last one was no gifts over $250 uh, from a gaming facility. And then the last one is, this is the one where everybody keeps saying where the NFL is kind of, you can't even do that. You can't have no association with a gambler, with a sports gambler, meaning no one can even place a bet for you. That last one's interesting because I'm like, unless you're actively vetting everybody someone associates with, that that's that's a... I'm not saying that the NFL is probably not doing. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing. You're a billion dollar company. I mean, you could easily be doing that. But in other words, just don't do it. And that's pretty much. And they and they put in season on purpose. I guess they don't. I guess they don't care what you do off season. But in season, you cannot bet on sports. So this only applies to in season. Yeah. Yes. Bro, then I'm gonna wait to the end of the to the after the Super Bowl, and I'm betting on NBA. Like, what, what, what the fuck? Like, NBA, hockey, baseball. Yeah, like, why, why, why do it during the season? The XFL, the USFL. I can bet on other football. That's not my football. Like, the Super Bowl is right. over in February. You can't wait from August to February. Like, come on, bro. Or are they like, or do they consider the end of the season like post draft? Like, what, what's considered the end of the season? No, I, I think, I think once you, I think after the Super Bowl. Because I mean, because right after the draft, I mean, you got rookie, rookie, and mandatory mini camps around the corner. So it's like, when does the new league year start? Like, what what's the actual window? Like, it sounds like you might have, let's say, three. You months might have six weeks. Six weeks. Six okay, to eight so, weeks. So okay, so almost three months, roughly, yeah. almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, if you really, if I mean, you really want to gamble, I mean, cool story, bro. But like, yeah, I, I mean, we'll I don't like that. But it, but it's not. It's sports betting. They said you can, like, you can go to a roulette table. You can go to those other. You just can't bet on sports. Does that include horse racing? Can't really gain anything from sports. I don't know on, on horses because they're not. They're not like horse. Horses is a little different because cats. I know cats just around this this area where I live at that have dropped six figures on horse racing. Oh yeah, easy. So like easy. It's not people. It's animals. I don't know. That's weird. Like, I yeah, I, I, I guess we have to dig a little deeper to see what actual what it means by sports. But uh, but it says in season. But my thing is, if it's in season, you should be too busy to be betting on anything anyway. You should. 
And I think that's where the last the last point comes in, where it's basically like you can't have an outside entity or entity close to you bet for you. Because that's what a lot of people have been trying to do. Trying to have people, their right. brothers, their cousins, their nieces, Look. nephews, uncles bet for them. And it's like, don't stop because you're going to get caught. The money trail is going to lead back to you at some point in time. Right. And I'm like, man, you got you should have enough money that betting should not be a priority for you. Like, I get it, but no, leave it alone. That's just um, it's just pointless to me. Like, you have all that money, you sign all these contracts, endorsement deals, um, all kind of other contract deals. Why to do what? Why? 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 Why risk it? Why risk it? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not risking my million dollar contract. Cause I'm gonna bet on some goofy. I'm not doing it. It's good, wizard, bro. Yeah, it's 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 really like it's unless very, you're into it, like unless you're into it, you do it professionally. Because I know there are some professional betters. I get it, but if you're involved in the sport and you're trying to bet on the sport that you're involved in, you're dumb. Mm-hmm. You're it's a bad luck. No, there. Oh, I think it's a bad luck. You're absolutely dumb, and you deserve everything that's coming to you. And yep. Not to mention. As I mentioned, I see why the NFL is going so hard about this right now because a lot of college players are getting caught up with the whole sports betting thing as well, too. So they're basically yep. like, hey, yo, y'all not going to come up in my league doing all that weird stuff, bro. Keep all that betting yep. stuff over there. This is your warning and your one and only warning right now. Yep, I agree. And then um, the next thing we got, PEDs. This one ain't as bad as the gambling. So we got three players currently suspended for PEDs. Which is absolutely nuts to me at this point in time. Um, and then the same thing with the PED use. Here's the rules for that. Um, your first violation, four to six games. The use of a masking agent, you get two games. So they can, if they don't find any PED use, but you trigger a masking agent, with a, you know, whatever they consider a concealment mm-hmm. to like try to cover it up, you get two yeah. games off the rip. You get so two games very, off the yeah. rip. The masking agent is very similar to what they test for in the uh, UFC mm-hmm. and for and boxing. Um, sorry. Look. Yep. Um, steroids, um, HGH, and um, any stimulates, stimulants, four to six games. Your second infraction, 10 games off the rip. Third, you out for a whole season. The stimulants one is interesting because there are a lot of pre-workouts that are stimulant-based. Right. Cause like hell, the one I use is the one I use is a heavy stimulant. Cause I, I, it's just the way that I like, I like the stimulant yeah, feeling. Like it. It really doesn't but yeah, yeah. right. And then the thing about it is, it's not that you can't use. You just can't use what's not on the NFL, yeah, ban list. So it's no different than the NCAA thing. Like if you, as long as you get on the database, double check your stuff, or get with your team doctors, make sure that hey, is this cool? Right. Is this on the list? Which most that's, the doctors, that's the biggest one. A lot of people don't check with their team doctors prior to using some yeah. other thing yeah. that they may not be curious or they might be curious. But yeah, that's what gets a lot of people. And product. I remember, like one of my one of my homeboys in college, he was like, "Um, hey man, I'm finna start taking this new um this new uh, protein or whatever." And I was like, "I was like, have you looked on your on your ban list?" He was like, "What you talking about?" I said, "You know, there's a whole list of like things you can and can't take for the NCAA." So like we, I showed him how to access, and then sure enough, that particular protein because of whatever ingredients were in there were was a banned thing. Yep, and I'm like, hey man, gotta, like, and it and it's not a small database. Like, it's it's not a small database. You're talking very thousands, massive. thousands of different products. Whether it's it, like that, you very, just very cannot massive. like it's it's very and it's a very detailed thing. Like, it's by very, name, very by detailed. label, pictures, everything. And it'll tell you why. 
it legitimately yep. tells you why you can't take it because of this, yep. that, and that ingredient. And this is, I imagine for the NFL is the same, but I don't think we, as, the general no. public, I don't think we have access to that database. But the NCAA, when it's public Those knowledge, are facts, right? Those are facts. Yep. a lot of our athletes are not only irresponsible, but willfully dumb. They do willfully dumb. They're, they're, they're lazy. They're lazy. That's and the that's biggest factor. They're lazy. And that's why they end up on dumbass millionaires on Gentlemen's Talk on Wednesdays. Yep. Um, so free agency um, is it kind of slowed down a little bit right now. Um, but given a lot of these cases, it's gonna pick up really, really, really fast. There's yeah, gonna be a lot yeah. of guys who didn't think they had jobs is gonna have jobs because other people are stupid. Yeah, we're in, we're in what's called the NFL's dark age right now, which is that time mm -hmm. period when mini camps are over, getting ready for training camp is around the corner now. So it's like this is the last little hoorah of, you know, take whatever little time you got off. And um, while we're on that subject there, um, shout out to uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Travis Kelsey for winning the match last night, beating the Splash Brothers. Um, very, yeah. very, very entertaining. A lot of trash talk. Uh, Chuck and Draymond was going. going cannot golf to save bro. his life. He is terrible, which is crazy. He is now. Yeah, Clay Thompson is not a good golfer, but no, no. I didn't. Th I thought. I, see, I knew Steph was gonna. I knew Steph was. Steph can golf. Like he can. Steph is, Steph is really good. Golf. Steph, so yeah, he can golf. Holmes is, really is a good golfer too. Like, really, really yeah. good. Golf. Like last year's match, I actually do think last year's match was better than this year's match, only because it featured you know the the four quarterbacks, but because you had the two OGs and the two young bucks, and that was uh, Josh Allen and um, Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and that was a phenomenal match last year. Like even if you're not a golf mm -hmm. fan, just watching these four men out of their normal football element in the golf element and all the trash talk, because you know that's the most you ever see Aaron Rodgers talk. Was during the match. I ain't never seen oh, that man so. talk that much ever. Now Tom, on the other hand, since he left New England, the real Tom came out. So oh, Tom came out. We already knew. And then Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes—they're young. That's what young kids do. They talk shit. It's a norm. But but Mahomes yeah. and them came to came to play last night. Mahomes is a damn good golfer too. He could have him and Steph could have a post a post career if they wanted to just oh, golf definitely. afterwards and Absolutely. be pretty damn good. I believe. I believe it. I one hundred percent believe well, that. Well, Kelsey too. Kelsey's actually not a not a bad golfer either. He look he right look yeah yeah. But golf play is a very is golf, is, golf is one of those sports where it's like it doesn't matter how athletic you are, it's a very technical no. sport. It's a very it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a smart it's a smart man's golf, game. It's, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it's a smart man's game. Yeah, it, it's just like if you play the game of chess, like it's a smart man's game. I don't give a fuck how big you are or how athletic you are, how big, smart are you? Strong doesn't matter. No, are you does not matter. Like, and there's a lot of yep. there's a lot of math involved in golf that people don't seem to pay attention to. A lot of math, a lot of science too. Like you're you're checking the distance. wind, you're checking distance, you're checking angles. If I swing with a full swing versus a half swing or a quarter swing, like the difference in how far that putt's gonna go, like there's a lot that goes into that. I know this is a football mm -hmm. show, but you know, for those who but, just no. don't don't dabble, just, it involves football, so I, I have to make sure I shouted them out. Because look, my happy ass goes to so Top Golf. That's the most yeah. golfing you're gonna catch me doing. I'm a driver, I ain't shit else. Hey, oh no! I have went um, on the yeah. with a fat blood. And yeah, I that. was on uh, I went. I got my Tiger hoods on. We went to um Beth Page. We went to Beth Page Black, and I was. I, yeah, look, hey, I can get it to the fair. I can get it from the fairway to the green in about two to th two to three good swings. Now getting from the now getting on the greens. Yeah, I can. Uh, can I can yeah. I can't put to save my life. Yeah, I'm 100% a top a top golfer, and I'm cool with it. Um, I like the intermediate game, right? The long intermediate game. But once I once I, once the putting comes, 
That's when I got to really sit back, focus, and everybody got to move. Everybody yeah. got to get out the way, and you can't mm-hmm. mess me up. Because if you mess up and I don't get this birdie, oh, yeah, this club is swinging somewhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, 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 you Johnny Manziel over there breaking clubs and shit. Okay, gotcha. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, nine order. Get my nine order right now. All right. So then um, keeping it with Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. I want to – we kind of touched on this before. I want to go um, – I'm going to go numbers. I'm going to get you guys numbers. I'm going to throw some numbers out football-wise. And you tell me first name comes to your mind. There's no right or wrong for this. There's a, there's a method to my madness. But I want to see um, I broke two who points. comes to mind. And that's how we golf right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, because some of this is cur- I'm cur- it's, it's curiosity that, that did this to me. We, we touched on it before. Like, who's the most famous of the NFL players that wear this number. Okay? Who's the most notable? Okay. So if I said, so if I gave you the number 56, first name to pop up. Mm. I actually don't have one that comes to mind. I wish you were to say 55 first. Did you say 56? London Fletcher? London Fletcher? You don't have one? That's crazy, GQ. No, I mean, okay. I said right, right off the top of my head. No, I like without without coming into okay, but this you is, know. but this is the this is the purpose of it because I want to see what because they're legendary players and I just want to see if the leg, if that legend personifies that number. Yeah. I said Lawrence Taylor. I said Lawrence Taylor for fifty six. Yeah, I can understand that. I can dig that. London Fletcher. I feel like he always gets slighted when it comes to middle linebackers, especially mm-hmm. compared to Ray Lewis. So I always got to give him this flowers whenever I can. Okay. Well, you said 55. Who you got for 55? Mm, probably Junior Seau. Rest in peace. See, I would go Derek Brooks. I can understand that, too, though. Yeah, I see, I, I was, yeah, obviously, me, yeah, it would be Derek Brooks first, but Junior Seau, if I was putting the top five, I'm putting Seau out there, just w- without question, like I am. But No, definitely Derek, Seau, but... But, but yeah. Derek Brooks, yeah. Derek, Derek, there's a lot of film out there on Derek Brooks. We're going to leave it at that. Okay. Like, there's another one. Seven. Oh, it's Mike Vick for me. I don't even know why that's. Uh, it would probably be Vick or Elway. Like I know Elway was seven okay. two, but but Vick. But my, it's Vick for me. It's Vick yeah, for me. It's Vick. Um. See, I'm not the number nine. Number nine. Yeah, number nine. Mm. First name always is going to be Drew Brees for me. Is always going to come up, but yeah, Drew is in that conversation. Um, shit, that's I mean that's the easiest one. Drew, the, the easiest nine. I want Steve McNair. And see, that's a very see, I'm very. Not, I'm, not even, I'm not even mad about that. Like, I'm not. I'm not mad about that at all. No, the numbers are there for McNair, and obviously the the story and everything like that. So that's, I'm not even mad at you for that. Okay, let's spice it up a little bit. Spicy, spicy. eighty four. 84. 84? See, now he's starting to call numbers that's kind of starting to get, um, what's the word we're looking for? Um, log jam, log jam, where there's a lot. Yeah. Like, you know, right. you could go, you want to go from the 70s to 80s, like, where you want to go? It's like, all right. yeah, you tell me the first name. You okay, see, you hear 84. I completely forgot that's about Romo. Forgot about Romo. That's not but, that's the, but that's the purpose of this. That's why I said the first number, the first name they hit, when you see that number flash, who do you think of? 84. 
then it's got to be Moss. I mean, yeah, that's going to be for me the most one of the most notable. Obviously, going to be Randy Moss. But you got Roddy White if you want to get a little yeah, more. Say, you know, if, if you White. go that route, knock yourself out. You know, you're, 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 you're you could go way back. You want to go? Uh, was it Gary Clark? Didn't Clark wear eighty four? Gary Clark wear eighty four. Yeah, so I'm like, yep. Where you want to go? Like, yeah, no, no, no. This about, is, this, we start talking about these numbers, like you know, there's a there's a point there's a point to all of this. Um, I would say Antonio Brown. That would be me. And shout out, and honorable mention, honorable mention is Jerry, Joey Galloway. Honorable, yeah, Shannon, um, Sterling Sharp was my honorable mention. Oh, okay, good deal. Yep, I'm with that. Um, 92. Mm, we're going to the big boys now. Oh, he's he said monsters. I mean, but that's that's just, yeah. that, that just depends on really that depends on what era you started watching or whatever you grew up. Yeah, that's right. That's why I said yeah. there's no there's no right or wrong answer for this. Uh, it's just what for you what comes who comes to mind. 92. 92 is different. You know what? Nah, I, I got to stick with the HBU star, HBCU star himself. I got to go with Michael Strahan. That's the first 92. That's, I could do that, James Harrison, but I'm going to stick with Strahan because that's... But I could also name my Patriots my Patriots star and, and, and Richard Seymour too, but, you know, or if you want to go Hello Dinata, you want to play that game too, but I'm going to go See, this is, this yeah. is why I like saying that Seymour See, is dope on the Raiders too. Yep. I would say Reggie White. And see, I'm not, I'm that's not mad at always going to be the first name to come up to, to come to nine when I, whenever I hear ninety two. Michael Lightfoot. Honorable mention is going to be Elvis Dumerville. Ooh, that's yep. a good one. And we're not going to talk about Albert Hainsworth. <laughs> no, but like I said, this is <laughs> like this is this is this is this is why this is dope. This is why I want to do this. Um, eighty seven. Mm. He playing with all these receivers and tight ends now. But I mean, I'm 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 gonna get to I'm gonna get to other numbers. But, nah, we go, but I mean, we we'll go Travis Kelsey first. I mean, Reggie White will be a close second. But I mean, Reggie Wayne, not White. I apologize. I would say probably Reggie Wayne is gonna be for me. I'll be the first name, either Reggie Wayne or Gronk. Okay, yeah, that was Travis Kelsey for me. Gronk was second. Yeah, you, can, um, you can even, don't shout, uh, honorable mention Musa Muhammad because he don't get talked about enough mm -hmm. anymore since Absolutely. he left the game. Jordy Nelson because. Yeah, because um, way back when go Joe Horn just to just to throw a you know an OG name out there. Definitely Joe. I, I think if I didn't say it, Mel was gonna say it, so I was like, let me let me let me let me just yeah. throw it out there. It's good. I, I already said we. I'm just I'm just throwing names. Third, I mean numbers out. We're gonna see thirty four. Thirty four. Sweetness. I was about to say Walt. Yeah, it's got to be sweet feet. Just, I mean, Fifth? Well, you, can, you could go Earl Campbell if you both. wanted to because Earl Campbell's in this conversation. Ricky Williams is in this yep. conversation. Sure. Um, sure. Herschel Walker's. There's a lot of legends. <laughs> so that's what that's that's what yeah, I said. Like a, that's a I tough one. Uh, Thurman, it, Thomas, oh. Thurman Thomas yeah. wore 34. Uh, Joe Perry wore 34. Joe, 36. Mm. Oh, the bus. The bus. <laughs> the yeah, bus. See? The bus. That's that's. I mean, this is where this is where it gets dicey because I wanted. I want to pick numbers that defensive player, defensive players wore, and offensive players. I got the you. purpose of all this is this: I got a segment that I'm working on. It's going to be the Oklahoma drill, oh. where let's just say with these numbers we get 21. You put Ladainian Tomlinson on one side, Deion Sanders on the other side. One person has 24 seconds to state their argument on why that player deserves that number over the other. Mm. Mm. I can do that. I like 20, that. 20, 21 will be fun. 21 is definitely going to be fun. That's a different. Well, 88, I think 88. Well, 88 has more Hall of Famers than 21 I'm, right now. Yeah. Well. But 21, well, 80, well. 80 has a lot. 20. 
um, like I said, it's, it's, just, it's offense and defense. That's the whole point of this. Yeah, like the some of these numbers, some some of these numbers, and even even with the even with the um offensively, we can we can do that too. Yeah. Like Michael Irvin and uh, who's the other cowboy? The word idiot. Um, I can't think his name. Oh, uh, Des Bryant. Well, you got Des, you got Ceedee Lamb, but the older the the older. Come on, Drew Pearson. Drew Pearson. There you go. Yeah, Drew. So your 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 number eighty eight that are in the Hall of Fame: Alan Page, Marvin Harrison, Tony Gonzalez, Michael Irvin, Lynn Swan, Drew Pearson, John Mackey, Chris Carter, Max Speedy, Charles Charlie Sanders, excuse me, and Ace Parker. Now, when you go to the substantial players who are not in the Hall of Fame, that list is crazy: Demarius Thomas, Des Bryant, Chris Burford, um, Riley Odoms, Altoon, Greg Olson, uh, mm-hmm. Sonny Randall, Keith Randall, Freddie Solomon, Aaron Thomas, Sam Williams, Tory Holt. Uh, shoot, Hakeem Nix, somebody who hadn't played in a while. 77? That, oh, I would go with, um, what was my man on the Redskins? Um, Charles Mann. That would be, that would be my 77. That'd be fun. Yeah, so that was, I'm thinking, that was the game I'm thinking of, um, the Oklahoma drill. Um, we could put, that? yeah. Um, here's another one. Here's another, here's another little nugget. Let me see what, you, see where y'all go with this. Best Triplet, in your opinion. Not that just, I'm going to throw names. You just tell me. Um, but like I said, it can be any three that you want. So, for example, you had Buffalo. You had Kelly, Thomas, Reed. Mm. In Buffalo, you had Marino and the March Brothers. Dallas, you had Aikman, Emmett. Irvin. That'll be so. Mm. Yeah, so just think, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get there. We're gonna we're gonna think about it. We're gonna think about it. These are just things I'm just throwing out there. Okay. Just, I, I like what you, make you I, I, I like where your where your brain is going. Um, yeah, while we while we talking about you know all these notable numbers, um, something that has been happening all day that is I don't know if we'll call it. It's kind of football related, but it's more so just TV related. There's been a mass purge on ESPN, and it has been a lot of notable names. And one of them does relate to football because Todd McShay was one of those victims. And we know Todd McShay because he's one of the best college, you know, scout and analysts out there for ESPN. But he's no longer there. Matt Hasselbeck, Steve Young. These are NFL personalities turned um, commentators that are no longer there anymore. Um, Notably, you also did have um, you had uh, Jeff Van Gundy, Jalen Rose. You had Keyshawn Johnson, um, Susie Colburn. Uh, Max Kellerman, they're all gone as well. But somehow a guy like Booger McFarlane and Kendrick Perkins still have a job. Um, I say, what um, I they're not gone. They're not. I don't think they left. I think what happened was the shows in which they were on got dissolved, but they still work for the company. At least that's what I heard. I don't know how true it well, is. From my reading, which I'm, I have the article up now. These are these are people who were laid off. They were laid off completely. Yeah, these, yeah, yeah, these are laid off. Like they're because they're ESPN because obviously they fall under the Disney umbrella. So they had to cut costs because of all the new talent coming in, i.e. the big one, of course, being Pat McAfee, who's getting like $84 million. So okay. they had to cut a lot of costs. And they're saving a considerable amount of money by laying off a lot of these individuals. Now, does that mean that these individuals can't come back? No. But as it currently stands, we're not done yet, because I think even going into tomorrow, there's going to be possibly more. Um, your main staples are still there. Um, if Malika but- Andrews asked, ain't one of them be upset. 
yeah but um yeah so like even let me see um yeah so yeah matt hasselback's gone todd mcshay's gone um lafonso ellis if you're into college basketball um ashley brewer uh, from sports center uh college game day analyst david pollock also gone radio host jason fitz uh jordan Cornette, wow. and, uh, baseball writer june lee also all on this list and, as long as bomani's not going i'm good now nah, oh you like bomani Bomani's my guy. I love Bomani. Well, Bomani would be fine if he did, because Bomani has his own show on HBO Max anyway, so he would be fine either way. Like, would yeah, really. So he he would be fine. And I think a guy like Jalen Rose will bounce back just fine. Kellerman's big in the boxing world, so Kellerman will be fine as well. He's got a big time about, podcast. What about um, KJM on uh, the radio every morning? Like, how was that going to work? Because that was a pretty big radio show. I don't know, but they I, canceled that. I do they canceled it. Yeah, I know. Sean J. Will and Max is Nomaz. That show's gone. Yeah. Um. But oh, Jay Will is still yeah, employed by Jay Will is still employed by ESPN as it currently stands. Um, that hasn't changed, and I think I don't think he's going anywhere. But but the Susie Colbert one is huge because she's been with ESPN for like, she's been for a years. long time. Yeah, like, she's been there years. Years. And, I mean, same with Van Gundy. Time. Van Gundy been there. He just recently signed a new contract like two years ago. Yeah. You know, Jalen Rose been there for a while. You know, so I'm just like ah. But they they like I said, they're making room because Pat McAfee's got an 85 million dollar contract, and that's a lot of money. Well. Well, I wouldn't doubt it if that's if if part of this is Shannon Sharp too. Yeah, and that's been a that's been a speculation as well that that Shannon Sharp would be making his move. So we'll see what happens. Um, I would be shocked. Honestly, I'd be shocked if if Shannon Sharp popped up on ESPN, just for other reasons. Um, but Mm -hmm. you know, we'll see. Because I don't. I think he can. This might sound crazy. I think he could do better. And see, I don't. And and I like I don't it's not that I don't like ESPN and I'm being like it's just the the personalities that are on ESPN versus FS1 I think FS1 has better personalities like I just do they're more entertaining they're more knowledgeable it comes off like they don't really have a bunch of Kendrick Perk now granted we know Nick Wright is on FS1 I got you that, that's the obvious the most notable one but overall one of the one of the greatest normal daily shows that's on TV I mean you know you of course was undisputed for a while. But, I mean, you know, Speak is on there. Speak has been on the downside a little bit. But Colin Cowherd's still been there. He came over from ESPN, actually, to FS1. Yeah. He's been a staple. Think- he has he has one of the best time slots out of any show. Yeah. Because of any breaking news that happens between essentially 11 and 2, he got you covered. Yeah. And I, would, and I wouldn't doubt it if what happens is they, they play ping pong and bring old people back in the sense yeah. of Marcellus Wiley isn't doing anything right now. Yeah, he is. His own show. No, um, what I, what I mean when I say when I when I say TikTok. Well, no, when I yeah when I say not doing anything, I mean he's not part of a he's not part of a network. I know he's he's doing his own. He has his own like podcast or whatever he's doing. Yeah. And, but, and if I'm be, if I'm realistic and I'm Marcel, well, I don't I don't want to go back to ESPN. They let him go on some bullshit. Like when he got let go, he got let go on some bullshit. Yeah, there was yeah, a reason why he left, and a lot of it had to do with with somebody that's currently still on TV. Absolutely, and he talked about it on a couple of his episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't. Sure why would I go back? Sure did. Now, if Marcellus FS1 comes very, to call, and I probably would come back. Like, like to ESPN, and he has a very valid reason as to why he's not going back. Yeah, and I enjoyed. I enjoyed him on TV. I actually think he's very knowledgeable what he did, and in, even when he was on Speak for Yourself by himself at one point, or even when he was on Numbers Don't Lie, which I thought was actually a pretty damn good show. Act him and Michelle Beaver right. had great on-screen chemistry, but neither one of them are around. You know. Yeah. But that's why I said going back to eat. Like I said, it's not so much what there. I think what's happening is there is a reconfiguration going on in 
ESPN because I think they've gone. I think Disney had their hands too deep in people's pockets. Yeah. And they were dictating a lot of what happens on ESPN. And it got a, a little too political, a little too uh, sports ones. It wasn't about the sports for a long time. Yeah. It's it's and every, I think, every, yeah, it, and I, I completely understand. I completely agree. I agree with what you're saying too. Like they did fall by the wayside because I do think when they did that, I think that's when FS1 kind of took over. Yes, and because 100, I think like and yes, FS1 does some of the same stuff, but it seems more under control. Yes. Like it's it's more it's more of a segment. It's not the entire show. We're gonna talk about you know whatever just happened. Like we talk about in this little segment, and then we move on. You know, type uh-huh. of shit, but. Yeah, ESPN has been a bit on a bit of a downside. I mean, you've had your regular staples. I mean, like you know, Van, Stan Van, Van Pelt, his show being late at night, his, he's still funny as hell. He's good people. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, people say what you want about Stephen A. Smith, but Stephen A. Smith at one point was carrying ESPN by himself because everybody else was trash. You, yeah, you don't have to is. like him, but if you look at what he does, he generates ratings, and at the end of the day, is. ratings that's what, everything. That's, ratings is king. And that's probably why a guy like Kendrick Perkins still has a job because he generates ratings because people make fun of him. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> and I don't like making fun of my fellow Texas boy like that, but sometimes he'd be saying some shit that I'd be like, bro, but well, we ain't going to talk about because... NBA stuff right now. But Yeah. All right. So let's get to uh, the next portion. This is the meat potatoes of it. We're going to do our first. We, we normally do offense a lot. We do a lot of offensive stuff. So we're going to do what we're going to call the inside the huddle this is because you got the all Madden team. This is the all inside the huddle team. We're gonna do defense. So, what kind of defense y'all want to run? Y'all want to run a three four four three, three three five. What you want to run? Mm, personal preference. I I I I'd like a three four. Okay, three four. Okay, hold on. This just came through. I know this is a football show, but Uh-oh. I'm a warrior. I'm a Warriors fan. Draymond Green just agreed to a hundred million dollar deal. Extend hundred hundred million dollar extension with the Golden State Warriors. No so surprise there. Staying, there's there's no surprise there whatsoever. As I said, everybody who was telling me Draymond wasn't coming back, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm a Warrior fan. I know what I'm talking about. Okay, oh. so we're gonna do. I like a bear defense. Just me personally, single high safety. That's just me. Get after the quarterback. My safety guy. Yeah, but I come out full wire series. I'm gonna kill you in that bear defense. Mm-hmm. I got it. Don't worry about it. I got it. Don't worry about it. You, you, you ain't, ain't got no. Like, you ain't got no coverage. You, you, you ain't got no coverage. Oh, we do. Ain't no coverage. Do. Ain't no coverage for that. There's coverage. I got you. Because all that stuff that you been running across the middle is gonna be eliminated. You running a, you running a bare defense. Your flats are wide open. Flats yes. and seams. I'm gonna flats and seams. I'm flats and seams. I'm gonna kill you. Try it. Try it. Flats and seams. Oh, try it. I want you to try it. I want you to. Oh, I want you to. That's what everybody thinks when they see the bear defense. When they see my bear defense, they think, oh, them flags and them scenes is open. And then your slot receiver is going to be out of the game because he's going to be concussed. And then your running back is going to be out of the game because he's going to be concussed. Who's going to hit him? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. That's all part of the scheme. But don't worry about that. I can't give away my scheme. So you're going to run the bear? Just know. Just know. Just know. It's up. Yeah, touchdowns is going to be up. That's what's going to be up. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna pick um our eleven 
all inside the huddle team. We're going to run a 3-4. We're not going to run that bear defense. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think a 4-3 before, before a bear, but that's just me. Yeah, no, four, no, I'll definitely rock a 4-3. That's cool. I'm a, but we'll go 3-4. We'll go 3-4. Three, four. We'll three, four. Um, this way we can – but like I said, we're going to go best three defensive linemen. So we're going to go two DNs, a nose tackle, two insides, two outsides. Oh. Um, you know, you want to do the the safeties matter by position. You want to go free and strong, or just two safeties? Just just two safeties. You ain't got to go too crazy with it because most times okay. they can be they can be two pretty interchangeable team, anyway. Okay, so we'll do this by we're going to do this by democratic vote. Um, majority, all right, majority wins. Okay, starting at the first defensive end, mm. first selection. Who you got? I would. I'm like gonna go Aaron. To. I would say Aaron Donald. Okay. A DN? A DN? That's what he is. He's a DN. Well, fair enough. Um, I'd I'd like to throw a, a a hat in the ring for Bruce Smith. Okay, Bruce. I mean, that's just one. We talk well, about Matt, right now, so. Well, we, we got, got yeah, let's say we got yeah, we got two, so we can we can um we can always split the difference. A DN? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you, you don't like Bruce, you don't like Bruce Smith the DN? Oh no, I'm, I'm still thinking about the Aaron Donald. I'm, I'm not oh, okay. No, no, I got no. Nah, I'm no. I'm telling you right now, he wouldn't even be my other end. I, I no. I would, put, I would I would put him in the middle, but that's. I was gonna say I was gonna say I would put him in the middle, but um. You said Bruce Smith, right, bro? Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me straight hand. Okay, so straight hand. Straight hand. Yeah, let me straight hand. Straight hand. Okay, so we got. So that's no. So we got three totally different. So we got we got, a, we got completely different ones here. Yeah. So we got all right. So we got to pick one. All right. All right. So we got need a, we need a left and a right defensive end. So we got to have two. So I'm gonna throw another name in there. I'm gonna throw Reggie White in there. So we that's how y'all feel. So where are we going with this? That's cool. And I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw Richard Seymour in there. Hmm. I'm gonna be that guy. I gotta have one one fandom pick in there, so I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw my my one. This one. is no, but this is this is all time. This is this is all this is our, our all Madden team. This is this is this is it. Like this is the best and, of the best. And, and you're 100 percent right. And, and in my opinion, like I said, Richard Richard Seymour is one of those that can fit in anybody's defensive scheme. 100 percent. The size, the speed, the hands, like, and he could be very disruptive. Give me Charles Haley. Actually, no. Take that back. Take that back. Give me Julius Peppers. Mm, you went with another long body. See, we went with long body D. I see where you at, but we thinking long body, yeah, okay. long body cat dude. Yeah, we some long, long, use some long body DNs. We thinking yeah, about Seymour so has yeah. some long paws, man. Because I wanted to go JJ Watt, but I was like, nah, I like Seymour better than I like JJ Watt. Okay, so me. we we so the three of us, we all over the place. So and we're gonna good. have to narrow this down. We're gonna have to narrow this down to two of them. So let's, um, let's go with the who we not going with. Um, who we not going with? I would much rather put Aaron Donald in the middle. I'm just gonna throw that out there immediately because I think him in the middle with any combination of DNs we put is gonna be ridiculous. Absolutely. Um, on the field. If we're gonna make this all eleven in a three-four, I definitely want Aaron Donald in the middle, plugging up the hole. In a three-four, yeah. Three-four, absolutely. It don't matter what DNs we use at that point because over any of the ones over over Vince Wilford. Mind you, remember, but this is a, remember this is a three four defense. Yeah, no, I so you need no, a big, no, yeah, and that would be tough because I would love to. I want to throw Vince Wilfork's name out there because I love 
love my man Will Fork. I saw his daughter live and in person throwing shot put at Friendswood High School down here in Texas, and she hello, was damn near hello, Dinata. Yeah, there's hello, Dinata. There's a lot. Like that's gonna be a fun conversation is, here in a minute. Yeah, like okay. So defense end. Okay, so we're gonna. Okay, so we said Bruce Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles Haley, I don't agree with. Don't, I mean, he's dope. I believe he's he's very, very accomplished. Uh, so Smith, Strahan, uh, Peppers, and Seymour. Seymour. And then you you threw Aaron Donald out there as well. Yeah. And you threw Aaron Donald out there as well, yeah. Okay. So, votes to keep. All right. So, we got to do it like this. So, the hey, Chiefs. Three of us, we good. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, to vote to keep Charles Haley, all hands up. So no Charles Haley. Okay, so he's out. Charles Haley's out. Okay, Michael Strahan. I'm Okay, so Strahan stays for now. Um, what else did we say? Chris Smith. Hands up for Bruce Smith. Okay. So Bruce Smith, he got all three, so he's he stays automatic. Um who else did we say? Uh uh Seahorn. Jason was um Richard Seymour? Seymour. Richard Seymour, my bad. I thought I said Jason Seahorn. Richard Seymour. Did you make up a guy? <laughs> no, Jason Jason Seahorn played corner for the Giants. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought you said like a mixture of like Richard Seymour and Jason Statham and just made a new guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who, who the fuck is he talking about? Okay. So um Richard oh, yeah, Seymour. But yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna see more my, my So you're gonna go you're gonna go see more? Uh what you got, Mo? I'll go see for Seymour. He was a raider. Okay, okay. Seymour stays. Reggie White. Y'all, no Reggie on me. I'm the only one in on Reggie White. I'm not the I'm not, NFL sack leader. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, that is yeah, nuts. Okay, that's crazy. Um, I love Reggie too. I love. Yeah, I do Reggie. love Reggie, but like this. Damn, this is a tough list. Not, oh, this is tough. This is tough. Okay, we are okay. limited. We are limited to two players. Like. Well, your defensive end is a two. It's left and right, so it's gonna be it's gonna come down to two regardless. Um, so we are so basically we're saying Bruce Smith and Michael Strahan. Well, because Julius, because you said Julius Peppers. Yeah, we did say Julius Peppers. All those in favor of Julius Peppers, say aye. I'm gonna keep this complete. Okay, we need some we need some discussion here. Okay, so then we got two. So that comes down to Strahan and Julius Peppers. You take a straight hand. We got no, we got, no, we got peppers and, and we got Bruce Smith. We got we have three. Well, of Bruce, well, Bruce Smith got all three of our hands up. Yeah, Bruce okay, so, oh, so Bruce Smith's unanimous. Okay, so we we yeah, okay, so he's we unanimous. Unanimous votes. Okay, I got you. Now we're right. now, now I'm following him. So right now we have straight hand and Julius Peppers. So mm. straight hand over. So we're gonna go straight hand over Peppers. Hands up, straight hand over Peppers. Hands down, Peppers over straight hand. No, nah, I'm gonna go with peppers on that one. If I got to pick between those, so I'm gonna go with peppers because that's gonna give us two, 
two monsters with long arms and big ass hands. All right, so Peppers wins. So basically, we're saying right now our defensive ends is the Julius Peppers and Michael and uh Brett and uh Bruce Smith. Yes, I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a write this. Down. Oh, you writing it down? Okay, Russell. Yeah. I just want to make That's sure you know. Like no, that. it's not a bad. It's not bad. Oh, I can write that. Okay, so with that being said, so I guess I'm going to get outvoted on the nose tackle here. Y'all believe that it should be Aaron Donald? No, I just said he's in the conversation. Oh, I'm a big because in, in the three four, I, I'm one of big bodies, so I'm thinking Haloti Nada. I'm thinking of Vince Wilfork. Like I'm That's thinking awesome. a big dude. Yeah, my, my nod would be for Vince Wilfork if, if I got a That's what I'm thinking. Big body either Saloni or Vince, but you can go you can go either one. I'm not mad at either. I'm one. saying yeah, I, Vince Wilfork would be my pick. Yeah, I would rock with Vince Wilfork. Long as he long as he promised to keep the overalls put away. Yes, I would rock with Vince. <laughs> no, he gotta show up. No, I need the overalls. He gotta, yeah, I need those. I need, I need the overalls. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was, was a funny ass moment during um during a hard knock though. Okay. So so we got so our front three, Julius Peppers, Bruce Smith, Vince Wilford. Good luck running the ball. I will say good luck running the ball. Linebackers. Let's start with the inside. This because I think the outside is gonna be hard as hell. Mm. Insides. Now I'm throwing two things right out the top. Because like I said, we just throw linebackers. You give me Luke Keekley, Ray Lewis. I was gonna name the same two. I was going to say Patrick Willis or Luke. And I was about to say Patrick Willis would be my third for sure. I'm not mad at that at all. Like, those would be the three right off the rip. Like, those would be the three names that come to mind. Yep. All right. So, uh, what are we agreeing on? That's that's, that's the fun part is do we go with Keekly? Do we go with, do we go with, um, you know. I think Ray, I think Ray, I think Ray is automatic. I think the argument is Keekly over, um, What's his face? Um, Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis. I'm gonna. And if you and if you want to be ignorant, you can throw Brian Erlacher in. So I would give the nod to Patrick Willis because I think Patrick Willis is a better run stopper than than Keekly. That's what I was gonna bring up. I was gonna say, what do you want, run stop or do you want yeah. pass stop? That's pass the question. You think it, you think Patrick Willis is better run stopper than Luke Keekly? I've watched yeah. a lot of film on, yeah. on Patrick Willis in the red zone, and he yeah. is not the and one you want to fuck with in the red zone, close. like. He is not the one you want to fuck with in the red zone. Like he, he will stop, and it don't matter. Well, well, that's the, no matter who it is. Like, well, that's the thing. It's like you said, red zone. Luke Keekly ain't nobody to fuck with from end zone to end zone. Yeah, that's cool. But I got Ray Lewis already, so you know I'm not concerned because Ray Lewis played all over the place. You know, in a positive. Yeah, but, my, not, but yeah, but remind you, this is the three. This is the three four. It's not a four three. So yeah. him getting sideline to sideline yeah, isn't as important because you're splitting the field with those two linebackers. Yeah, and I'm not, and I 100% believe that that Patrick Willis could do that. I there's yeah. no doubt in that whatsoever. Me, for me personally, I think he, I like Patrick Willis sideline and sideline better than I like him. That's just that's just yeah. me personally. That's, yeah, I mean, I said, this is that's what I'm taking. So all right, so now I'll throw two. Like I said, I'm gonna throw two names. I said Brian Erlacher and Junior Say. He, he has no votes for me. Brian Erlacher doesn't get any votes for me. I'm sorry. Um, not, not, say in the middle, not in the middle, you don't say on the other hand. Say somebody that's knocking heads off. That that's that's one. But Erlacher, no. Yeah. Mike Singletary. Take, that's another head buster. Singletary, I can definitely get with. I gotta that's say another. Seattle. I gotta I gotta give Seattle his, his credit because I am in San Diego right now. So um, 
if you gotta give Seau his credit. If I'm if I'm being forced to pick between Junior Seau and and damn, I just why did I shoot a blank? Because right now, right now, because right now it's Pat. Pat, So right now, Keith Lee's out. Mm -hmm. Patrick Willis is the other guy. Give me, give me Mike Singletary in that in that conversation. Give me Singletary. I'm gonna take Singletary in that conversation. Yeah, give me Singletary over Seau. Because I don't think there's, I don't think there's enough. I don't think people watched enough film on Mike Singletary. If I'm being real, they didn't. Like I, I think they because didn't. they, you've seen, you've seen the latter more, so you don't realize just how good people only. He gets a bad rep as a coach. People don't. People forget how great of a player he truly is. Yeah, well, that's why you look at it and you watch the film. He's one of the smartest linebackers. Yeah, and that, and that's, a, and I want, and I want in a three four, I want linebackers that are highly intelligent, and Mike highly Singletary is one of them. High football IQ. Okay, so now it goes to, is it Patrick Willis or Mike Singletary? Ooh, that's a big one. Now that's where shit gets real because I, I think they're both highly intelligent. So that's, very, that's, very, 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 Patrick, very. Because Patrick Willis was Patrick Willis was reading whole ass offensive plays before they even happened. Like before he was like in the Matrix type of shit. Like same hmm. with Luke Keekley though. So yeah. um, oh shit, damn, that's difficult. I'm not gonna lie, that's difficult. That's very difficult. Damn. They'll come in with that fire today because goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm with um you know what? He said Will is only because he's bigger. But, but yeah, Singletary but, but Singletary was so wasn't afraid to hit nobody that, though. Exactly. And he, he was so anybody. smart he would be in that hole before before mm-hmm. he even opened up. You know what? Give me Singletary as much. Yeah, I, I, I want. I want Willis. I really want Willis, but give me, give me Singletary. Like as I'm not going to do an all-time defense and not have Mike Singletary like that on yeah. in, a, in a three-four, especially. Go ahead and I give me Singletary. Yeah, because now, now, now I got, I got Ray Lewis and Mike Singletary. They finna f- dissect an entire offense before it preached. Yeah. Like. Okay. So we got Ray, Ray, and Mike in the middle. Um. Outside, this is where it gets. This is where it gets. This is where it gets spicy. This. No this is what, because you got because you got to think what the responsibility of that outside linebacker is. Gap responsibility. Gap responsibility. <laughs> in a three four, because in a three four, they're mostly pass rushers. In a three four, true. Um, so, um, like I said, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw names out. And we see where we go from there. Derek Brooks, Lawrence Taylor. Um. Yeah, James Harrison. Uh, James Harrison. Uh, Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews. Terrell Suggs. Terrell Suggs. Kevin Green. Terrell Suggs. Kevin Green. Mm, I'm missing somebody. Oh shit! Demarcus Ware. Demarcus Ware. Because he kind of did both. He was a DN and a linebacker. He kind of depending on what oh. the scheme was, but he was a mm-hmm. damn good outside linebacker. Yep. Vaughn right. Miller. Vaughn Miller. Yeah, Vaughn Miller. Miller. That's another one. Oh, that was a big one. Yeah, that's what I said. This is where it gets spicy right here. You only because you only got two. Do we want to throw dip buckets in there? I uh, no, I was gonna get to the, I was just about okay. to get to the old dude right now. Okay, okay, I got you. I was making sure I was like, you know, yeah, where we at because you got Deacon Jones, yeah, yeah, Jack, Lam- you got Jack Lambert. Jack Lambert, yeah. yeah. So, this, yeah, this is gonna get real complicated. Oh, this is I look another steal. Let's not forget about uh, Mr. Ham, Mr. Ham himself, Jack Ham. Yep, Jack yeah, Ham. Man. This is this is gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. This, this one gonna be fun. Um, mm. shit. All right, I'm over here looking at my notes like, hmm. All right, 
Because I want to take the recency bias as far out of this as possible. I want to just keep it as realistic as humanly possible. Because mm-hmm. depending on how you how you want to string this, hell, because even a guy like I got one for y'all. We already go Ted for it. Hendrix. Mm, Who? Hendrix. Mad, Mad Stork, Ted Hendricks. Mm-hmm. That's lame. Yeah, so then you what you had um, yeah. you had Zach Thomas and London Fletcher too. Joey oh, Porter. See? Those were yeah, those were middles. I, I wouldn't see though. I like Zach Thomas, but he looked too much like Barney Rubble yeah. to me. Yeah. And, and but and Porter, 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 and Fletcher also did kind of go back and forth. They, 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 they didn't exclusively play middle. They also did play outside. Right. But I understand where, where the yeah. conversation is, so we'll we'll leave them off. But um, so you have two undersized guys at linebacker. Granted, they could hit, but you lose nothing having Willis with his two undersized. Ray Lewis is bigger than Patrick Willis. Ray Lewis is not undersized. In in what yeah, world? Ray Lewis wasn't undersized. Mike Singletary undersized, but that ain't. That, no, Mike Singletary. Mike Singletary wasn't undersized. He was what six one not, two. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. That thirty. Undersized. They just think he it, I don't. You have to defined define what five. undersized mean to me, like, but. Yeah, I'll be I'll be that guy, and the first one I'll throw out there. And I'm gonna throw James Harrison out there. James Harrison, don't hate Just, it because you, if you're going to put this all time three four together, you need somebody to just has that that anger. And James I Harrison get, I get and on the field together would even though they were bitter rivals just because they played in the same division, but Ray Lewis and James Harrison together would just be ignorant as hell. Like, I said, that, I that's think the whole, that's the whole side of the field shut down, like interior wise. Like you're not running on this well, particular side because of those two guys. Well, I was. I think Derek Thomas. If you got Derek Thomas and Lawrence Taylor on the outsides, yeah, and and that, yeah, yeah, I would go James Harrison and Lawrence Thomas. Those would be my. Those would be the two because you can't. You can't not put Lawrence. You can't. You just can't. You got to put him. Yeah, there, you so. need. If, if you have, if you have an all-time defense, Lawrence Taylor has to be on your defense. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just okay. It's just so crazy. we got. So LT is one. Yeah, LT is so unanimous. So then who's on the other side? That's, that's where we get question. that's where the conversation comes into play. Because I've got James question. Harrison. You're talking what you said, Derek, Derek Brooks Mills, is that what you want? I, I said either Derek Brooks or Derek Thomas. Take okay. it Derek. Either Brooks or either one of the Derek's. Okay, <laughs> I got two Derek's. Gotcha. What what, what what say you, Moo? Um Damn. Cause like it's hard to leave off like like Von Miller and and, and Demarcus Ware. It's hard to leave those guys off. Like it, it really is. No, hard it's it's hard. It's, it, it gets like once we get to the secondary, that shit. Like, oh no, shit. Yeah. Hell, I think the second the, the corners is easier than these linebackers. I think the yeah. cornerbacks will be safety is going to be hard. Safety will be hard. Corner, I don't think will be I as think, hard. I think I'm gonna rock with Derek with Derek Thomas. Okay, so we got two for D Tom. Hmm. So, um, so Derek Thomas, that's where you're going. That's A is two. Okay. That's, that's, I mean, that's majority, majority rules. We play in democracy. So, all right. So, LT and DT on the outsides. Not bad at all. Let's cornerback. I'm going to say the safeties for last. I think, like you said, the cornerbacks should yeah, be I, easy. I'm just, I'm putting these two. I'm, we talked ahead. about this before. No, go right ahead. I already ahead. said Charles Woodson and Dion are the two for me. Y'all can go, and then we can debate it after that. I think Prime is. I, I think I think Prime is the consensus. Other, like yeah, he's I, one I, of. Them. I, have, I, have, I have zero problem. I have zero problem with Prime being one of them without question. Like that's just. I mean, I mean, you could cheat and put. Wow, you could put both the Woodsons at corner. You could, but then you could, but I'm not. I mean, 
but you're not. Yeah, I'm not sitting Dion for nobody. So I'm fine with Dion on one side, and he said Charles and Dion no comp. I ain't mad at that either. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm. That's me. But I want to keep it old school too, and I'm gonna put Night Train Lane on the other side. Not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I got. I got. I because I'm like I said. I want to do my best to not be re as recent as possible. We got because you a guy like with that. We don't have guys like Prime and he's like without a Night Train Lane. Like this is this. These are the guys who helped make that yeah. mold of a corner. And Night Train Lane was one of those guys. Granted, none of us were born really, but right. it's not the point. It's the principle of the situation. There's film sure. out there. For those who like to get on YouTube and stuff, there's film on this. It's not a lot, but it's enough for you to be like, all right, this dude could play in the modern NFL and fuck some shit up without this is a yeah. this is a corner no, that love to hit running backs easily. He yeah, was like no, enamored I'm, with hitting running backs. I'm 100 percent like I'm with it. Like I said, I, I'm 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 not mad at the selection. That's not even the case. My thing is we're gonna talk about the best two guys I've ever seen do it on those at that position. Yeah. Like I said, he may be, he might have been the blueprint, but these two dudes took the blueprint and yeah. then added on to it. That's just my personal. I like I said, I say I've been saying that for years. Is Woody was prime, and then it's Woody, and then it's everybody else. So we can, like I said, we can rock out. We can, we can vote. We can vote on number two. I think we all can, unless, yeah, them, some, yeah. unless, unless, yeah. unless there's a difference in opinion in who the number one is. Yeah, where, where you where you at? Where you at, Moo? I mean, I'm honestly, C. Wood is my favorite mm -hmm. of all time, so I'm definitely going to go with uh, Prime and C. Wood, honestly. Like, I really don't see any other combinations that can be that lethal other than both Woodsons on both sides. But, yeah, I'm going to C. Wood and Prime, definitely. Night Train is super, super, super. Yeah. Good, so. Yeah, no, no, he's right there. He's right there for me. Okay, so we got, so we got Prime and Woody. This where it gets this. This. Yeah, but this is where there's so it many there's so many directions we can go with this. Nasty with this. Like, That's why I asked you want to go free and strong or just two safeties. I just, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm content with two safeties because I feel like any of the safeties we name on this list could play free or strong. Realistically. Right. So like which could we talk all time great. I'm throwing out my two. Y'all can throw out y'all two. And then we go from there. I'm listening. I'm going. I'm going. Ed Reed and Brian Dawkins. Then y'all can go from there. Literally had the exact same two, and it was really hard because I was going between Ronnie Lott and Brian Dawkins. Ed right. Reed was my consensus. That was there yeah. was no. Ed Reed was a quarterback playing safety. I don't give a fuck. Nobody say Ed Reed is a quarterback playing safety, and he owned Peyton mm -hmm. Manning. He owned Peyton Manning. He Peyton Manning did not and, like playing against Ed Reed whatsoever. And it's just the way he played. And when he caught a pick, there was a good chance he was scoring. Yes. Because he was faster than you realize. But then you got a guy like Brian Dawkins, who will knock your motherfucking block off. No matter where you are on the field. You coming out the backfield or you catching the ball across the middle, Brian Dawkins is coming. Big, big small, short, tall, didn't matter. fat, skinny, fat, Brian Dawkins slow, did not discriminate. Didn't matter. Now and, then, like, and now, of course, our honorable mentions, you know Troy Palomalu is in there because, I mean – you know it. I mean, Sean Rodney, Taylor was this. I was this yeah. far from picking Sean Taylor. Rodney Harrison, just because I got to throw the name out there, but you know Jack Tatum. If you want to go way back, just another guy who played really well. You know, Eric, Eric Turner. I like. Eric Turner. I, like, I just want to throw Eric Weddle out there because I liked watching that mm -hmm. small ass guy just light people up. Because Eric Weddle yeah, wasn't Bob afraid Sand to hit. He wasn't afraid to hit. Bob Sanders. Yep. Bob, Bob Sanders, Sanders. Another good one. Donnie Donnie Snell. Another another one. 
Yeah. Um, Darren, Darren Sharper, however you feel about Darren Sharper. Um, yep. Darren Sharper. So, yeah. I, you know, wait, wait, wait. Lee. Earl Thomas, so, even though he's still kind of more newer. My, my man, Lawyer Malloy, I got to throw my Patriot out there just, just to do it. Yep. Well, I have Rodney Harrison, Eric, too. But Eric Berry. You, Eric Berry is another one. And we're not going to forget about you know, Steve Atwater. I know, I know Mel was going to say yeah. it, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. No, no I said Steve Atwater. I said Steve okay. Atwater Leroy and Eric Turner, Leroy Butler, um, Cam Chancellor. Ooh, good like, call. That was a good one. Oh, Ken, 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 Ken Hudson. Ken Hudson. I'm Houston. Sorry, uh-huh. Ken Houston. Sorry. Cam is a really good one. But yeah, but I'm yeah, it's it's but it's it's Air Reed and Brian Dawkins for me. And I'm all I'm gonna say is good luck for tight ends catching the ball across the middle. Yeah, I got it. So even even a guy like Gronk will probably have problems with those two catching the ball across the middle. At least getting hit. Not catching it. He'll probably catch it, but he's gonna get he's gonna get a lick put on him. Yeah, honestly, it's probably gonna be this it's gonna be the two reasons why I wear number twenty in Ed Reed and Brian Dawkins. Like Brian Dawkins, really, I'm not, like I said, I'm not even a, an Eagles fan. Brian Dawkins has quite literally had me glued to the TV. He's literally the reason why I wear number 20. Other than Andrew being that ball hawk that he was, but Brian Dawkins is the embodiment of the perfect safety to be. Is it, is it not ironic smart. that we named two birds? <laughs> <laughs> a raven and an eagle? Hey, but yeah. you know what? Kudos to Sean us. Kudos to us 100%. Because we just said that we were going to have a problem with safeties, and we literally all three had the same safeties across the board. Right. That's I just shocking. Thought, yeah. That's actually shocking. I didn't think – I didn't know what direct – because I actually thought, Mel, I actually thought you would have went with Ronnie Lott. Just because I, I – would. And, and Ronnie I, I is – that's my guy. But if any – like my story with Brian Dawkins is crazy. So that's my guy 100% always. Like whenever me and my cousin was ready to get going – because we both played in the secondary, mm-hmm. it was Brian. It was Brian. It was Weapon X highlights before yeah. the highlights. Yep, every single game, right before the game, every single game. Close second, Sean Taylor and Trey Palomalo. One. No, that's what I said. Sean, I was this so, this far from picking from picking Sean. Sean. Sean Taylor is probably the most complete safety in NFL history. Yep, absolutely. I won't. I won't fight you on that. I, I would if 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 I had to come up with a second, it would probably be Sean Taylor and Ronnie Lott. That'd probably be my second, my second for a combination. I, I'd be perfectly fine with that. I would feel comfortable knowing that those two guys are in the backfield. I would have no problem with that. Yeah. And Ed Reed, um, just because of, come on now, what he did in college at the U. Yeah, like hey, we're like, not gonna, like speech. Well, for the, the legend, the legend of Ed Reed goes way back to college before the yeah. NFL legend was a thing. Tell like you. we not. Yeah. No. Yep. And the fact that and there was a point in time that you had Ed Reed and, and Ray Lewis on the field together, like that just mentally doesn't register. It sounds terrible. Like how did, you let the, how did you let the Ravens do this? That's more of the better question. How did you let the Ravens do this? Yeah. Well, we got, we, I think one, we're gonna, that's another thing we're going to do coming up forward. I want to really dissect. I want to put that Ravens defense mm. up against one of, against some of the better offenses and want to see how they would fare. I like you it. know, so we, we're going to do that one day. Um, so just to recap, the all inside the first all inside the huddle team, um, we have Bruce Smith, Julius Peppers, Vince Wolford, Ray Lewis, Mike Singletary, Derek Thomas, Lawrence Taylor, Charles Woodson, Deion Sanders, Ed Reed, Brian Dawkins. That's a little nuts. That's nasty. I honestly, I would 
go make sure you're paying attention time stamp that cut that video up need that tiktok because i want all the nfl fans out there and i don't want the new fans i want the ogs that have been watching football for longer than 10 years drop your all-time defense i want to compare i legitimately want to compare i want to see because i I guarantee you this and you can time stamp this one too most people are going to have so much recency bias that they're going to forget about the ogs this list did not do that yep yeah because 20 years from now I tell you right now, this list won't be much different for me. It really I don't won't. think it'll change. It, it won't be much yeah, different for me. Like, it might, you, like, it just won't. It, because I don't think we will see a corner like a Deion Sanders. I don't think we'll see another Ed Reed and a Brian Dawkins. Like, I don't think we'll have another Ray Lewis. I don't think we'll have another, we won't have another Lawrence Taylor. There's only one Lawrence Taylor. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't see a lot of change. Now, like, you know, I just, that's just me. Like I said, you can, like, you can flip-flop. Like I said, there's only two spots where you can flip-flop. In yeah. this entire, on this, and that's the one of defensive ends mm-hmm. and the nose tackle. Yeah, and that's just based on preference at that point. And I'd like love to see once we get like our offenses together. Like I want to see somebody who plays Madden to put these two teams together and just run a simulation just to see how it would go. Because yeah. I think our all-time our defense would be pretty damn good. I think our all-time yeah, defense our, would be pretty damn good on Madden. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, no, that that'll be a tough team to, to work against right there. That is, I just, I just want to see know. which I just want to know which running back you would choose. That's my first. Like you, you do you go with the power back or you go with the back who can catch the ball out of the backfield? Because that's that's a serious question against that type of a defense. Yeah, I think I would go. Yeah, but offense is going next week. And next, oh, I won't be here next week. So yeah, mm. we're going to figure this out. We got some planning. So there. I'll try. Yeah, I'll try my best. We'll figure it out. Um, all right, that's that. The you know the. Because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try and see if we can update this every year. We're gonna see. Well, no, you know what? This is the all. This is the all. This is the all-time team. We're gonna do decade teams next. Mm. So we're gonna get the all. We're gonna get the all defense team. All offense will be next, and then we'll do our all decade teams starting. We'll start in the eighties. We'll start from eighty mm. up to the up to the twenty twenties. So y'all keep checking it out, man. We got content coming for your ass, man. And then, um, yeah. And I got something else I'm going to work on. I'll talk to you guys behind the scenes on this. It's um, our seven on seven. I'm, I'm, mm. I'm going to tell you about, I'm going to tell you about that. Um, so let's break take- these, um, these schedules down. Oh, we taking it to the West side. So yeah, that means ladies and gentlemen, we are on to the AFC and the NFC West. The wild, wild west. So the question becomes, do we want to start with them Seattle Seahawks or do we want to start with them Denver Broncos? Um, Let's go with the Seahawks first since they got rid of Russell Wilson. And let's let's give them their kudos for having it wasn't a it was a great season for the Seattle Seahawks, given there was no expectations on that team. And they I would say they exceeded what everybody thought they were going to be last year. I think it was a great season for Geno Smith, the Renaissance man himself, because he came uh-huh. into the league with high expectations, even though he had a terrible fucking bowl game and got drafted to New York, got exposed, got destroyed, got became an afterthought, got picked up by Seattle and all of a sudden had a resurgence of a year. I believe. Yes. 100%. I think that speaks to Pete Carroll as well. His genius, his, his resiliency, his, his innovation to stay with the time. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? He's probably, he's one of the few old head coaches that 
molded with the times because he he failed in the NFL for a little bit. Then he had his stint with the Patriots. Then he went down to USC, figured out, okay, I need to bring some of this type of offense to the NFL. Then came to the NFL and became a really good, I'm going to call him an all-around coach. I don't really think Pete Carroll like specifies. I think he's really good at the all-around game as you want in a head coach who's good at all three levels of the game. There's not a lot of coaches that you can plug in as one of those spots and he would excel. And I think Pete Carroll's one of those that could do that. Mm-hmm. Just from just right. from what I've watched. So let's get with the times, get with the schedule. So right out the rip, the Seattle Seahawks open up the season against the Los Angeles Rams. I think that's a dub. That's a dub. I, yeah, don't, that's a dub. I don't I don't have a lot of hope in this Rams team. Neither I just do I. don't now. I do think the Rams, and we'll talk about this in a couple of future shows from now. I think the Rams may be in the Caleb Williams contest at some point in time. But that's not a bad take. They actually might be. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it because I have a team that mm-hmm. people probably ain't thought about yet. This also that might win that race. Um, mm-hmm. Week two, okay. this is where we'll see what kind of Detroit team this is. I'm sorry, Seattle team because they play Detroit. Yes, go. We talking about your fucking Lions, but this is a 10 a.m. game. But I do think, I think Detroit wins this game. Detroit. Mm-hmm. I like I like what Detroit has done. I think Detroit. I'm gonna say I, 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 I like it. And I think, but I do think this will be a close game. But I'm gonna give the nod to Detroit for this early game. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna give I'm, the nod to I, yeah. I'm leaning on, on the reason why I'm doing this is because my my thought process is that the Lions will go in with a lot of hope this season, as they should, and, and they're not going to exceed it. And I think the guy, I think, because it has to fail. In order for Hendon Hooker to get in, fair enough. So yes, I see, I see where you're going there. You're trying to get Hooker in the yeah. mix ASAP, right? That's I mean, my goal is. But I like I like Jared Goff with this with this Detroit Lions team. Yeah. Like I actually think this is probably one of this. This is a good this is a good place for him. Honestly, and and his but numbers his, number, his numbers reflected it. He actually was a pretty damn good quarterback last year with Detroit. With and they were they weren't even. They weren't as good. I, I think this year is one of their best shots at actually winning the division, which they have not done in a very fucking long time. No, and like, but my thing is, you don't draft. See, the thing about it is, Jared Goff is young enough that he can met. Like, he can. I think the future is a Hendon Hooker. So if Jared Goff continues to play, it you can get a false sense of, oh, he's our future. He's not the future. Hendon Hooker is the future. I mean, you say that, but the, most of the way this team is built is built for the strengths of Jared Goff right now. You got him. A, you got him a young running back that's pretty talented. You got talented receivers. Granted, one of them suspended for gambling, which we already talked about earlier. And this, you know, but you've got one of the great up and coming receivers in Amon Ross St. Brown as well on this roster, who could easily make a bid for top five in this top five in his league this upcoming season because he's that talented right. of a receiver. No, one hundred percent. But like I said. A healthy Hendon Hooker is light years better than Jared. I'm not going to argue with you yet, but I will say we know how it goes with NFL players or just football players in general that first year removed from an ACL injury. This would not be a good year for him to play because he won't perform to his top of his ability. No, but that's, but that's what I'm saying. It's like the better Jared Goff, this is his last season on that contract. They have to make a decision on him at the end of the season. So if they go... If they go 11 and 6, 10 and 7, they're going to extend him, which means you put Hendon Hooker back even more. I mean, if Hendon Hooker is that good, he ought to beat him in training camp. But I'm this is, that. 
but this is a this is the Seahawks conversation. We'll get to the Lions yeah, punk ass we will. in a couple weeks. Hundred percent. Um week three, <laughs> they've got the the Carolina Panthers with that tiny ass toddler at quarterback. Oh no, that's they're gonna beat the life out of the car. They're gonna beat yeah. the life out of the car out, out the Panthers. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, Detroit's Detroit's secondary may have been suspect last year, but not that front line, not that front seven. That front seven is good. Yeah. And that front seven gonna have Mr. Young running. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, week four. Boss is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Boss is really crazy. They're, they're just, a yeah. lot of crazy skilled young players. But young that second, players. That secondary mm-hmm. was kind of poo-poo. They was giving up a lot of yards last year. Um, they took Jeff Okuda finally decided that he wanted to play football true. again. Uh, week four, they have got against uh, Troy's Little Giants. Monday Night Football. Their schedule is very light in the, in the beginning. They might come out the gate pretty hot. It really is. So, they got a really so, light schedule. So hold what you got on that. The first quarter is light. Wait till mm-hmm. we get to the second quarter. Because they are one of the teams with an early bye week. They have a week five bye. But um, I do think they'll beat the breaks off of uh, Troy's Little Giants. I don't, I don't have any – yeah. I don't have any faith in the Giants right now, especially with all the Saquon conversations. Like, I just, I just don't have faith in the Giants. I don't have faith in the Giants winning seven oh. games this year. I'm just gonna say at it like point, that. The only what person who's setting stone on the Giants is Daniel Jones, and that's not a good thing. No, it's not. No. So, and like, so like I said, they're one of the early NFL teams who has a bye. So, for all my fantasy football players, keep that in mind. That is an early ass bye week in fantasy. That is that's early very early. shit. So keep that in mind. But they needed that bye week because they come out to bye against the Cincinnati Bengals. Now we oh, get to see what kind of Detroit team yeah. we got. Now we get to see even if they lose that game, can they be competitive? And that becomes the question. And I think they can well, be competitive. I, I actually I like Seattle's see. defense. Like I think Seattle's defense is, is good. And yeah. I think it'll be I think that game will be closer than it appears. It's gonna be very close. It's not because I one, I love Seattle's offense. Yeah. I love it. I love their offense. I like everything that they have. It just can Gino is Gino going to be able to piggyback of what he did last season? Because I think the de- I think Carroll's going to make the defense is going to be solid. The yeah, defense the draft, is going the draft, to the draft tells us one hundred percent the defense is going to be better because they drafted accordingly. The problem yeah. becomes so, will Cincinnati's O line hold up? It's improved, that's, but it's still not what you need for Joe Burrow. Now we just talked about. Now I do think Seattle has a really underrated secondary, and that's yeah, no, no, the defense. I think like, the defense mm-hmm. is going to be. Yeah. The defense, I think defense is going to do their job. It just does. Does Geno Smith continue to progress or does his head get big and gets an, and he gets a little bit of a yeah. ego and that's what lets the and that's what lets the team down. I, I think now that Geno's been humbled, I don't think that we have to worry about that. Because Geno truly did get humbled in his career. He literally started up here, crashed to the bitter bottom, and then found his way back up. I don't think he's gonna get overconfident. Hopefully. So we'll see. Because, this, this is the like you said. This is the game. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. see. Not to mention well, they, they, they did draft. They drafted. A, they drafted a quarterback too. They drafted a yeah. late, real late, real late in the draft, but they drafted a quarterback mm-hmm. too. So you know, I just think that this year is going to be the ultimate test because now people are just going to write out the Seahawks because of Geno Smith. Yep, we'll take them right. They're like, so oh shit! And, and, and look, in the NFC, there's no excuse why the Seahawks shouldn't be a playoff team. I'm gonna leave it at that. 100. percent They Definitely. should be a playoff team, even if they don't win the division. They should be a playoff team. Okay, we'll see. We're going, um, right now, I got right now I got them four and one. Got you. Um, well, you're probably about to be five and one because they got the Arizona Cardinals on deck in week seven, and I don't uh, think Kyler's gonna be back yet. So, um, yep. ass whooping on deck. I like this week okay. eight game. I actually like their schedule. I've noticed that they're playing the 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 AFC North, so they got the Cleveland Browns in week eight, right mm. before Halloween. And I'm that's another test. I'm, 
I'm gonna give the nod to the That's Browns in that test. game because I love yeah. because exactly what happened last year with Seattle is my my thought process what's gonna happen with Cleveland because we have just we slept on Geno like notably so, but we slept on Deshaun Watson and we should not have because uh-huh. the numbers reflect even on a bad Houston team he wasn't because of Deshaun. Right. And we've just forgotten how great of a not good, great of a quarterback Deshaun Watson truly is. And I really hope that no. we get to see what we used to see from Deshaun this year. Because if that's the case, the Browns have an argument to win that division and well, win a lot. We're gonna but yeah, we'll we get, we get to that. Yeah, we get to that and that AFC North. We talk about them. We yeah, that's gonna be a conversation to be had. Um, they follow that up, and more power to them. This is not a good three week stretch for them. They got the Browns, and now they followed it up with the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh. Oh yeah. See, this yeah. Is, this we gonna get yeah. gonna get dicey for them now. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I'm giving the nod. To, I'm I, I got to give the nod to Baltimore because I I just if Lamar don't come out the gate on a mission this year, I don't know because what. by then, I think by then they'll be a full stride. They sh- they better be, and hopefully, fingers crossed that Odell's healthy. Yeah. They'll yeah. be in full stride, by the way. And hopefully J.K. Dobbins is is, is healthy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just I just hope that this team and because they were their defense was decimated with injury last year. So if that yes. defense can just stay 85% healthy, yeah, that Baltimore team will be somebody we're talking about halfway mm-hmm. through the season. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Week that's 10, they've got the Washington Commanders. That's always yeah. a toughie for them. That's always a toughie. That'll be a good game for them just because by that time, with all the questions surrounding Washington, we'll see what kind of team Washington is. By week 10, we'll have a good idea of most of the teams. And Washington is one of those teams we'll have a good idea of by week 10. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them the dub on that. I can't remember I can't remember what I did on that one. Um, On the other side, if I gave it to Washington or not. But I'm very biased when it comes to Washington. Because my mind is you know, mm-hmm. like they, in my mind they go 17 and no. I know they not. It's hard. It's hard not to fanboy out sometimes. Uh, yeah. Week 11, they've got the Rams. Uh, go ahead and pull the brooms out. They're gonna sweep that. Yeah, that's that's gonna be another dub for them. Um, week 12, shit gets real. Thursday night football, San Francisco 49ers on deck. Oh, it's gonna be another gut check game for them. It's gonna be another gut check. Um, I'm going to determine how their season goes because they normally have a good season or a solid season, but they should debate against the Niners. If they can beat the Niners on a consistent basis and they're yeah. probably going to end up seeing them in the playoffs, then this is going to determine yeah. their outcome. The yeah, the crazy and thing is, is – like, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, is late enough that we, the A, going to know what Trey Lance is about or Purdy will be back? So oh, Purdy should be back way before week 12. No, yeah, no, I'm saying when I say back, I mean – Either Trey Lance is balling, or they came, or Purdy came in, took the job back, and he's doing Purdy things. So yeah. and yeah, I'm gonna give the nod to San Francisco because their kryptonite is no longer there because Russell Wilson owns the Niners. Go look at the record. Russell that's Wilson has only lost point. three that's times, that's three that's times the Niners, and that's hard that's because good. Russell Wilson beat some damn good Niners teams back in the day. That's true. Yeah. So the kryptonite of the Niners is no longer there. So I, I'm giving the nod to the Niners simply mostly because that – well, one, that, that defense. I think that defense, defense. gives you know some problems. Um, mm-hmm. I got to look at the splits from last year. I don't remember how the games went from a stats perspective. So I want to look – I'm going to revisit those games uh, offline just because I want to – I'm going to go – I'm going to go rewatch those games because those are usually good games anyway. Mm-hmm. NFC West games are usually good games. Yeah. Uh, week 13, they have got the Dallas Pink Skirts. 
Well, are you, we, I think we did that already. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give them the W on that. And then they, now this is a rough stretch because they come back in week 14 and they've got San Francisco again. Do they get, do they, do they, do they get swept by San Francisco? I'm going to say no. I think this year goes different than last year. I think they cap off. Okay. I think they'll split. I think they'll split. I think they'll okay. lose the week 12 game and they'll win the week 14 game. The problem okay. is I think the week 14 game will have actual playoff repercussions. Okay. Possibly division repercussions, but I'm gonna say probably division. I would I would say definitely say probably more than likely it's gonna have it's gonna have yeah. these two will be fighting for number one in the in the in the yeah. NFC West. They're gonna finish one and two. Like I don't have any faith in the other two teams whatsoever. Um, right. Week 15, they've got the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Oh well, we know that's going to be. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get that down <laughs> to the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Uh, week 16, they've got the Tennessee Derrick Henrys. Oh, that's a dub. Um, and and. Apparently, Malik, Malik Willis is making strides in camp as well. That was something I was I, intrigued about when I read that. I believe Ruben said believe. that to us, and I was like, yeah, I believe it. I believe it when I see it. Yeah, I just said it was interesting. I didn't say nothing else. I just said it was interesting. That's all. Week 17, this right here will be a damn good game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. That could be one of them 17, 17, 14 type games easily. I'm gonna give that to Mike Tomlin. I'm, I think by because okay. Mike Tomlin teams late in the years, they they start they start putting it yeah. together late on the, in the second half of the season. Yeah, and it's a New Year's Eve game, so yeah, there'll be you know one way to bring in the new year. Uh, now finish out their schedule against the Arizona Toddlers. Oh wow! Okay, so that's a dub. So. Okay, I got them going eleven and six. That ain't bad. That's not bad at all. I'm, that's, that's about what they did last right. year. Yeah, that's about what they yeah, did last it's, year. It's about right. Give uh, or take a game here or there. Yeah, and because and, and, you know how the NFL is. What we say and what actually happens. Yeah, because yeah, injuries and shit. Well, mm-hmm. and teams that have no business winning end up winning games. Right. So let's get on to these Denver Russell Paytons. <laughs> Let's find out if they're going to find a stride this year, which I have all the hope in the world because I trust Sean Payton. Because the track yeah, says that man is an offensive genius and an innovator, and he generates top five offenses without question. Yeah, I think this year um, we see the Jerry Judy that everybody expected to see coming out of college. Yeah. I think we get a bounce back from Russell Wilson. Um, yeah. don't, don't sleep on the Tim Patrick coming back from injury. Tim Patrick is on heat because they needed they needed a top they needed somebody to top up the defense last year and they yeah. didn't have it. Yeah, so it, so it'll be good. Um, so um, I'm sorry in advance, but the they open up their schedule against the Las Vegas Raiders or what's left of the Raiders at this point. Okay, pretty much, pretty I much already told y'all this. Pretty much, we coming out. out the, we coming out week. No, we not. It's crazy. Don't talk about them like that. We're gonna come out week one. They're gonna take this L real quick. They're not gonna come out hot yet. They still got to cook a little bit. Oh, you saying Denver going to take the L? Denver, Denver, Denver oh. definitely taking this L. Week one. Nah, fam. Nah. nah. I'm going to go ahead and give Denver that nod. I, I'm Nah. Uh-oh, we lost somebody. Maybe that right, plane off. He dropped out and got his GED. Yeah, so. But now nah, I, I, I got to get a nod to Denver. I think Denver smokes them. Um, I actually 
just previewing ahead, I got the Broncos yes. doing something kind of cray cray here on this schedule. Another 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 game break, real quick. I know this is a football show, I know, but Kyrie Irving just Kyrie Irving just resigned with the Mavericks on a hundred twenty six million dollar extension. Great, we like that. He need to stay somewhere and actually build a home for once. Yeah. Uh, week All two, right, back to football. Your Washington Commanders on deck. Oh, so we don't. We starting off with Denver is looking ass off the top. We're both my two teams. So, mm-hmm. yep, that's two devil, two devil hockey sticks for them right, right out the gate. And everybody's mad at Russell Wilson. So Mula said he backstage, but do you you do you have do you have producing control? Oh, I, I don't. I'm pretty I don't, sure Moo is. Yeah, you Moo has producing control. Okay, well, let him let yourself in. I can't do right. it. Oh no, I think Goat has to do it. Goat might have to do it. Let's see. Okay. All right. So, so he. So yeah. So they started off with both of my two teams, and I'm just those are just two biased picks. Uh, they could easily go two and zero, and and one and one in those situations. But Melvin is playing with his heart right now, not yeah. with his brain. So I'm with you. So week three, the Miami track team is on deck. And I, 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 I said they were going to win this game because of. A lot of different things. Like I think, like I said, Tua is not going to be who we think he is, and I think Denver's defense is really going to pick. Like they're going to the Denver, that defense is they gotta do better than what they did last year. I mean, even though they did good, they they had a couple miscues on games yeah. where they actually got Russell Wilson to play well, but they kind of let it up. So yeah, it was either that or the defense was giving up uncharacteristic plays that they shouldn't mm-hmm. have because that defense should easily be a I must say top seven defense for sure. Just why is all the basketball stuff Chris Middleton back with the Milwaukee oh, Bucks? That's cute. Um, I guess I'll catch up on all the basketball news after the show. But um, give me the nod. I'm a, I'm gonna take the Dolphins in this game because I think at least for the Miami Dolphins is more continuity in place because they've had that team in place now for a year. Even so, mm-hmm. and and I'm and you're gonna see the addition of Jalen Ramsey and all this other stuff. So, but I'm gonna give the nod to Miami in that one. So that means I've got them out the gate going two and one. I got them one. I got them one and two. So we're okay. totally honest. It's okay because <laughs> you're probably about to have them. You're about to probably have them two and two after this. Uh, so we got the Chicago Bears in week four. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. They should smoke the Bears. This is where it gets fun. I am looking forward to this game. I am personally going to volunteer to break the game film down of this particular game. It is the Broncos versus the New York Jets. I want all the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I want to break the shit out oh, of this yeah. game because this is oh, no, I got week five. The Jets should not be ready yet, and I think the Broncos will take I, it. I think the Broncos win that. I think we. I think we. Even when we picked it against on the Jets yeah. side, we picked the Broncos. I'm, I'm sure you're going to love this next game. This their schedule is ugly. Week five, six, seven, eight, and ten. Um, so they follow that up with the Chiefs Thursday night. With the football. Chiefs, right? Yeah. Yep. I think you. Yeah. And I already call. I, I, That's I feel a, like I think they. I think they'll split. And the weird thing about it is the Chiefs haven't lost a division game. I think it's on the it's either on the road or at home since Patrick Mahomes has taken over. It's one of those weird stats. One of those two. I don't remember that. That's fucking crazy to me. Right. Um but, I'll, I'll give I'll give I'm gonna give Mahomes and them the early win on this one. Yeah, hundred percent. I will. Um and then in week seven, they go with the former Aaron Rodgers team and the Green Bay Packers. Will Jordan Love still be the quarterback by this time? Or will he be benched for somebody we don't even know yet? I believe no. I, like I said, I think Jordan Love is going to actually do pretty good this year. They're not going to beat the Broncos, 
but the team yeah. will be. Yeah, I, the I team think will be. be fine. Um, I'm he's on my he's on my big board for dynasty. There's a good chance I may draft him if he falls late, late to me, very late, mm-hmm. not early, late as just somebody to have on the roster because he is young. He's very young. So even if he doesn't mm-hmm. stay with the Packers, he may end up elsewhere and be. He's going to go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, week eight, back to Kansas City. They have got the Chiefs this time. We are in Denver this time. Oh, this is a dub. I'm um, this one's this one. This one will be the dub. Yeah, at least in my eyes. This one, this the, one and, the, and the Chiefs are good for this. The Chiefs are good for like that early season loss game because even when they lost to the Cincinnati early in the season, like they're, they're good for these types of losses. So it wouldn't be shocking mm-hmm. if the Chiefs lose um, by mm-hmm. week and week nine. Uh, good time to reset. Um, find out where you are record wise. I do think they'll be above 500. Um, 100 percent. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Right now they are for me. They come now. I Now this is going to be fun. They come out the bye week Monday night football Buffalo Bills. Oh, this yeah, they're gonna come out. This see, this is where mm-hmm. Sean Payton gets to he tighten his screws and he let everybody know we coming in the second half of the season. Oh yeah, because Josh Allen gonna throw, throw three red zone picks in this game. Yep, I'm I'm on the anti Josh Allen train. That's just me. I've I've been on it since he got yeah. into the league. Uh, week eleven, they've got the Minnesota Cousins. Minnesota Cousins. Um, no, this this is the downfall of Kirk Cousins. So yeah. no, I'm gonna give and I'm gonna is... give the Broncos that dub. This looks like a Sunday night football game. Games at 620. Yeah, yeah so this looks like a Sunday night football game. So it's a primetime game. So that means Kirk Cousins ain't going to show oh, up. So, Kirk, yeah, Kirk Cousins going to throw four interceptions in the game. Sorry, Kirk. Uh, week 12. I like this game. I'm going to circle this game. They got the Cleveland Browns on deck. See? Yeah, Cleveland going to be – they're going to be hot-stepping by then. This is going to be they're good be because this is going to be a tale of two teams. Because these are two teams that did not perform to where they should have last season. By week 12 of this upcoming season, these two teams should be rolling. This game right here arguably should have AFC playoff implications by week 12. Yeah, for overall right. seeding. For whether even if it's like Cleveland towards the top of the division or fighting for a wild card spot, and the same with the Broncos. Well, like this should be I got both of them. I got both of them winning their respective divisions. So this is why this game should be it should be it should be exactly that. Um, what should be a, I don't know what to call this game yet. I'm going to call it the Broncos win, but it it's one of them weird games. But it's against the Houston Texans. Uh-huh. Those are hard games to pick because the Texans are one of those teams that will just sneak up and just beat you out of nowhere, and it makes no sense. Even though they only won like two games last year, the two games they won, you're like, what? And they gave the and Eagles all- a run for their fucking money, and I'm not going to forget they made Right. They made some good additions. They did, and, and I, I, I like the I like the addition of CJ Stroud. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of. It. I know the whole Ohio State quarterback thing, but yeah, that's why I said that's why I'll hold off just to see. By then, we should know how he's playing. We 100 so, percent should. Um, yeah. Week, week 14. This is strictly for Mulu here. They've got the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind, Chris. So that game is at Chargers. SoFi. At SoFi. <sighs> As long as they fired their coach by this time, I'm, I think I think they'll still be. I think the Chargers will still be spiraling at this point. Well, y'all know how I feel. Chargers is always on Chargers. So. You're right, and this this is the perfect week for the Chargers to do Charger things and lose this game. Um, they've already decided. The NFL has already decided on this so far that the Week 15 game against the Detroit Lions is TBD. Sit down. So they are already anticipating that this could be a damn good game that they want to flex. That should tell you something that we don't know yet. 
Everybody's that's the earliest. Now. That is the earliest game on any schedule we've gone over thus far that has a TBD is Week 15. I ain't uh-huh. seen that till now. So they the, that Detroit game is currently in Detroit, but it is currently TBD. That's because the Broncos going to be rolling and the, and the Lions going to be. That might be a prime time game, man. Might be a prime time game. Might be two really good teams playing against yeah, each other. Lions could be damn good by this time. Here we go. But I'm gonna take the Broncos in that game. Um. I love the Week 16 matchup because it's a literal chess match. Christmas Eve versus the New England Patriots. Hell. I'm not going – I told you I'm not going against Bill this year. I'm, Bill I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm fanboying out for this game, and I'm taking the Patriots over Sean Payton and company as much as that's hard to do. But I do think despite it's our shortcomings on offense defensively, I think we can slow that team down, and that's how I'm going to roll with that. But mm-hmm. – by that time, you should have a Javante Williams that should be rolling by that time and a couple other things. So, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, week 17, you've got the Los Angeles Chargers back on deck. I do think they'll split with the Chargers. The Chargers they'll will do Charger things in one of those games. And, hell, by this time, this Week 17 game might be completely meaningless for one of these teams. Yeah, I think the Broncos, by this point, should have the division wrapped up. Yeah, because they ain't um, going to need, need none of their starters for Week 18 because they play the Las Vegas Raiders again. Mm-hmm. By that time, Josh McDaniels will be fired. He'll be back on the Patriots staff, and you know, all will be good in the world. The Broncos can't beat the Raiders, so they're going to lose. They're going to lose. Probably going to lose three games in a row. So they, so they open and end their season with the Raiders. Yes. Yeah. So the Raiders, That's crazy. Could, the Raiders could play spoiler at some point, and they're going to lose both games. That's what's going to happen. The Raiders or the Trust Broncos? Me, I know this. The Broncos. Raiders or Broncos? Broncos can't beat the Raiders. Oh, okay. It's, it's a proven fact. You wanna you wanna you wanna put a little you wanna put a little little green on that or you know, you wanna... oh, definitely when the season comes closer you know how many I'm with it because I, I call, so, I'm calling I'm calling for the split I'm calling for the split they're not losing both games I'm calling for the split yeah I I got them going eleven and six I got the I got the Broncos eleven and six okay um so we I think does that that win does that win the division probably not we'll no see. I've got them twelve and five and I still think the Chiefs will end up with like probably fourteen damn wins. Maybe 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 thirteen. It's gonna be close. We'll I won't be surprised if the division if the division is won by like a half a game type of situation. Okay. We got we'll, we'll see. We'll so we'll that see. breaks we'll down see. the west side of our schedules, folks. So yep. the question now becomes, ironically, we had both of them going at least I had them both going eleven and six. Yeah. So do you want to save your Raiders for last or do you want to go with them next? Um, we we'll go next. Run them next. We go next. So we go. Raiders and who? You want to go with the Rams, Raiders? With the, the Cardinals. I don't want to do yet. I want to save the Niners. I want to do Niners and Chiefs together. Yeah, Niners and Chiefs go together. So we'll go Raiders. Raiders. Rams. Hmm. Okay. Raiders. Nice. Raiders and Rams. All right. Cool. R squared. I'm with it. I would right, prefer so with Rams, the Cardinals, but you know it's cool because I I don't think the Cardinals are going to win more than three games. Yeah, that's what we'll say. The Chargers and the, the Chargers and the Toddlers will go together. Cool, cool. I like it. So there you go. That is your clips yeah. for next week. That's how that we is, do yeah. That's how we're gonna do it. Um, another dope ass show. Like I said, and next week also we're gonna you know we're, just, we're gonna do the offense, um, the all inside the huddle offensive team. I gotta figure out a way. I'll be on the boat when this happens, so I gotta figure out how to make this how to make this work. Next boy, said, I'm on a boat, motherfucker. I'm on a boat. I was gonna play it too. That was the whole thing. You should. That's like the oh. you can't be on a boat and not play the song. <laughs> it just, they go hand in hand. Um, 
Yeah, so another dope ass show from the inside the huddle crew. Moolich is on his way up out of here. He's at the he's at the airport right now. As you can clearly um, see if you're not paying attention. Yeah. So Moo, don't get in trouble. Don't be on the mile high club. All right. Be good. Be a good noodle. Yeah. Please don't get arrested. <laughs> so um yeah, looking forward to that. Another we'll yeah. Another another great football show. I enjoyed it as always. Um Mail with the mail with the with the heat, bringing the numbers in. Yeah, good stuff as yeah. always. Yeah, uh, sunny San Diego, California, man. Yep. Um, shout out to the chat. Um, I meant to get homie's name from TikTok, um, because he was commenting on um our Cowboys video, and he said oh, something yeah. very that was very interesting. That um, this is what we're about. This is why I started the slogan: "Debate us, don't hate us." Because he said he loved the disc, the back and forth, because it didn't get disrespectful. That's not what we do over here. No, we we respect everyone's opinion. Just stand on your opinion. Just debate That's us. It. Just look. Just stand on your over, opinion. Facts over feelings, man. Take your feelings out the picture. If you're a Cowboys fan, don't come on here about your Cowboys shit. Come with the facts. Don't come on with your feelings, because I'm gonna give you 25 reasons why y'all trash. And it's most and I want you to, and I want you to ring. Right, and I want you to give me twenty six and why you think they not trash. That's that's how it works. Yes. If I give you twenty five, you got to give me twenty six. That's it. That's how that works. Mm, he said. And then exactly, and then we are gonna come back with some more shit. I'm talking. But this is how we do it. This is the difference between us. This is not about um, egos and stuff like that. We embrace the debate, man. We embrace mm -hmm. it. As you can see, my so, title there it says CEO of FYF. That stands for Fuck Your Feelings. Cause that's yes. how I feel about fuck it. Them. Even if you know what I mean, fuck them. So Wayne said. <laughs> so that's what we do around here, man. So shout out to everybody who comes through on the. Remember, we do have a new TikTok inside the Huddle Podcast. Um, look for it. If you can't find it, hit one of us up. We'll direct you right to it. Mm -hmm. Um, follow us. Get in those comments, man. Um, we're trying to grow that one. We're trying to grow the YouTube. Like I said, we want to get to a thousand. The goal is to get before the and before the first. Um, regular season kickoff, can you get us to a thousand? Let's do I believe that. In you. I believe in each and every and last I, one of you. I got some, I got some things I'm working on. That I'm gonna talk to the fellas about real quick about how we can help help you guys out, get you guys more interactive with us. Um, moving forward, hopefully I can get it all ironed out. We can talk about it a little next week. But um, it's been another great show here inside the huddle. Um, we will see you next week. Hopefully I can come through next Friday, and I don't got bad service on this damn boat. But um, yeah. Thank you guys for coming through. Go for doing what you do behind the scenes. Moolidge, you be safe. GQ, I know you're gonna do dad things. Yep. Um, yeah. Happy Happy Fourth of July to everybody. Don't be a Jason Peter Paul. Don't blow everybody. your fingers off, please, and thank you. Yeah. Come back with all your digits intact. Yes. All right. Matt. No Jason. We out of here. Please.